0: Yo. Yo. All right, we're going to do them scroll in a minute, right? Yes, we are, and there's plenty to talk about. you got toddlers waving handguns around on ring cameras. You've got a uh, oh, plane yeah. crash in Nepal that killed 72 people, which means I guess we're going to get a investigation and in a new episode of uh, Seconds from Disaster. That's a horrible thing to say, but, you know, I really like that show, and they look it's at strong. plane accidents, and then the thing is there's so few. The air travel's so safe, you realize, like, they can't – they really don't have anything else to talk about because it happens so rarely – so then even when you hear something like this weekend about a plane crash in Nepal, you think, well, I wonder how often that happens there. You know, maybe it's windy and it's tough to get in there around the mountains and you right. find out, no, it's actually super safe and it really never happens. Um, it doesn't? No, like it's 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 It reminds rare. me of uh, one of my favorite lines from any movie is uh,
2: Moneyball. You guys like that movie? Mm-hmm. And when uh, his daughter is getting on the plane and everybody's talking about, you know, they're going to fire you, they're going to fire you. And she's worried. He's like, hey, you're still not worried about this stuff, are you? And she's like, I see you worried. And that makes me worry. And he's like, I'm not worried about my job. I'm worried about this plane you're about to get on. This thing's crash right. all the time, right? Right, right? And then she laughs. I was like, that's a funny. Also, the kid was like 12. Do you really We're, say yeah. you did? But I'm like, it well, was a funny line.
0: Yes. And trust me, as someone who went through, I didn't used to be scared of flying. When I, I I was an adult before I did it for the first time. I had no problems with it. Like, everyone right. says it's safe. It seemed fine to me. Something happened, uh, you know, a few years into my air-traveling life span, and uh, I went through like a really rough six or seven years, and I I think I'm mostly over it now, but it was bad. Uh, And then Coburger in Idaho, there is some stuff to talk about today, um, and especially since we had a long weekend. I don't know if you guys saw any of the social media stuff. Some some of the posts that the New York Times have released that they're attributing, I mean, it seems to me like they're pretty certain it was Mm Coburger. And he may have been sliding into someone's DMs. You know, oh. we, keep, we keep looking for a why. Was there someone in that group of, of four students that was the target? It's starting to look more and more like yes.
1: The Church of Laszlo. <laughs> it's time to doom scroll. With slim fives you don't know could kill. Murder hornets. Orpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on The Church of Laszlo.
0: Yo, yo. We're doom scrolling my man. Yeah, do it. So we were just talking about You're uh nice son of a bitch, you know so-and-so <laughs> airplanes earlier. Uh Nepal, this plane crash killed seventy-two uh, people. And I watch a lot of those shows. I know I've heard things about Nepal being a dangerous place to fly. There's helicopter crashes there because you know, there's the lack of uh what do they call it when you get up to high altitude, snow cone? What's that called? The lack competent pilots? Lack of air, huh? Yeah. But uh,
3: oxygen.
0: Yeah, whatever it's called. Um, But this this crash, which I mean, 72, that's a lot of people. That is the deadliest crash there, they said, in over 30 years. Yeti
1: Airlines 691 crashed in the Himalayas with 72 people on board. And authorities say there are no survivors. French investigators will be on site today. The twin engine turboprop ATR 72 is, uh, aircraft just is French promo made. For yellow and authorities add the cockpit voice recorder and hmm? I'm
0: so excited about yeah. yellow jackets. flight
1: data recorder, both recovered intact, will be sent to France for investigation. Sunday's flight was supposed to be a routine trip, just 27 minutes from the capital, Kathmandu, to the popular tourist destination of Pakra.
0: 27 minute flight is all it was supposed to be. Weather is good. There's a video. God, there's one video that I saw from inside the cabin where someone is filming as they come in for the oh, landing, yeah. and uh, that one that I saw it cuts off early, like it doesn't. And I don't know how long that video actually goes. Uh-huh. I think they were making it sound like someone had been streaming it live to maybe like Facebook or Instagram, one of those, and that's so how they got a hold of it. The other one is a video that someone's taking on their balcony of their apartment complex, and you can see the plane come in, and then it looks. I'm not a pilot, but it looks like it's struggling, like it's banking not. too far and it's about to stall. Mm. But then the camera does the thing where it, it's like they got scared, I guess, and so they duck down and they hide know. the camera and so you don't actually see what happened. But uh, now the investigation starts, and because the plane's French, uh, the French have to go and investigate, yeah. which is what happens when Boeings go down a- around the world. American investigators go and investigate. Indiana toddler with a handgun. Just Google that. Just look up Indiana ring doorbell uh, gun. Or even toddler gun camera. I think that would probably give okay. it, give you enough um, to see. Because if you don't watch the whole video, you at least just see the, the uh, frame of this kid. I mean, he's in a diaper, and he's holding this massive handgun, and he's waving around. And according to the stories, he was pulling the trigger, but wow. luckily it was unloaded. This one here? Yeah. Yep, that's Mine it. Seem- that's the one. Yeah. I mean, look at the size of that thing. It's as big as he is. Mm -hmm. It's huge. And I guess his dad had left this gun somewhere within reach. And also the kids, the kids out of the apartment, right? He's walking around in a diaper outside the apartment. So you'd think that that could be negligence to begin with. Uh, But the fact that he's got a gun in his hands, we talk about this all the time. If kids get a hold of guns and hurt someone, someone has to be held responsible. The person whose job it was to make sure that that gun was locked up and secured and not somewhere that kids could get to it. Like... If you own a gun, if you bring a gun into your home, you are taking on a big extra responsibility and liability. The boy's father was arrested. He has been arrested. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, hold on a
2: second. Beach Grove Police responded to the building after a neighbor called 911 Mm -hmm. to report a boy with a gun. The officers who were filming in real time for Reels Network on Patrol Live Oh, wow. encountered the boy's father, Shane E. Osborne, who claimed that he didn't own a gun. But cops searched his apartment and found the alleged firearm under a TV in the living room. Mm.
0: So he's he gonna try arrested to say- and
2: booked into the county jail for felony suspicion of neglect of a dependent. He has not been accused of gun possession, but the investigation is ongoing. He's in court, due on court today. Is he a
0: former felon? Is that why he denied having a gun, maybe? Well, maybe the fact that the kids walk around with the gun. But the neighbor well, called sure. the police. And I I didn't know that this Reels thing that, that they were filming when the cops really? showed up. But I did know that he says, I don't have a gun. So then, but there's still, from what I could tell, they were charging him with negligence. You're like, well, then you could still get in trouble for negligence just for the fact I would think that he's walking around out there in a diaper at the top of those stairs outside yeah. of the apartment and there's no adults around. I don't know where he found this gun, but... You know. Well, anyways, they found the gun under his TV. This is Dad's gun.
3: He's a felon. Right. You can't he just. Ju- oh, he
2: is a felon. Well, I, I, I,
3: according to our Twitch chat, I'm looking at. Okay. I'm looking at
0: Oh, now, yeah, it was his felon. gun, but I didn't yeah. know that he was a felon. An
1: Indiana man is due in court this week after his young son was seen on a security video waving a loaded handgun around an apartment complex. Oh. You can see the toddler on the second floor landing just outside of his oh. apartment. He's holding what police say is a Smith and Wesson semi-automatic handgun. Neighbors called police. The boy's father was arrested Saturday night on neglect charges. Thankfully, though, nobody was hurt.
0: Yeah. um, Lock your guns up, you know, even if you don't have kids, go ahead and lock those up. But especially if you have kids, if there is a chance that kids are coming into your house or really anyone for that matter. Don't leave guns underneath your pillow. Don't leave them in the drawer next to your bed. Don't leave them underneath the TV, wherever they end up finding this one. Put them locked up gun somewhere in a, a gun safe. Yes, lock guns. them up. And if your kids or someone else's kids get a hold of a gun, and, and especially if they hurt someone, hurt themselves, yeah. hurt someone else, I You're think you should be trouble. in a lot of trouble for that. And we're starting to see that more and more now. But, man, for a long time we would read these stories about kids getting a hold of a gun and accidentally shooting another right. kid. And the police were like, well, it was an accident. Right. You know, well, come on. we got to do gotta something. Here. Yeah, someone me. needs to be held responsible for this. Um, have you seen these paramedics that are now being charged with murder in Illinois? There's, there's body cam footage of this, too. So, um, Somebody woman, on our Twitch said the only way to
2: stop a bad toddler with a gun is a good toddler with a gun. Need more guns. It's
0: totally possible <laughs> that, that we're not that far away, or at least at right. some point weren't that far away from the NRA saying that. If someone came in and shot up a preschool, they'd be like, oh. Well, we're going to make uh toddler friendly guns easier for them to use. Triggers won't be so stiff. Um, <laughs> paramedics in Illinois are in big trouble because they were respond to this call about a guy who's uh, uh, he's really sick. He's having alcohol withdrawal, uh, according to the woman who called oh, the police. I see this. you yes. saw some of this. Yeah, yeah. So if you watch the body cam footage, you see this guy, they go up into his bedroom. He's laying on the floor. He's writhing in pain. The, the woman who lives there saying, you know, get up off the floor. Come on. I'm not going to do this. You Go down there. Go to the ambulance. The The police are there. The paramedics are there. You, the cops eventually pick this guy up. He can't stand up on his own. The cops eventually do the thing where they pick him up and they throw an arm over each of their shoulders, right? And they kind of walk him downstairs and get him to the uh, gurney. It's called, right? Sure. But when the paramedics get him to the gurney, they throw him flat on his stomach, Prone position. face down, Yeah. And then they strap him, and you can actually hear one of the cops joking at the end of this audio from the body cam footage. You can hear one of the cops saying to the other cop, I don't think he's going anywhere. They got him strapped down pretty good. This morning, two EMTs, Peter Cadigan and Peggy Finley, charged with first-degree murder. He's
3: alcohol withdrawal.
0: The officers
2: eventually putting arms around Moore, helping to carry him outside, where the EMTs then place him face down onto a waiting gurney, tightening straps on his back. And finally, get him in the ambulance. Oh, he strapped him in good. <laughs> More dying shortly after arriving at the hospital.
0: You could hear him say, "There, oh, they strapped him in good. He ain't getting anywhere." Something along those lines. Now, Lazo, first
2: degree uh, murder. Yeah. How Let does that Let me defend work? the cops real quick, right? He doesn't know that the guy's going to die. It's not his job to strap him down. Right? No, he's just talking to the other cop like that. Dude ain't going anywhere. No, they, they got him, him
0: down. Strapped down. But I don't understand how these charges, I understand being charged. First uh, I'm, I'm probably okay with it, but first degree, yeah. I thought that, you know, like with the George Floyd trial, I feel like we've learned a, a little bit, some of us, about the difference between first degree and second degree. Mm-hmm. Did you have intent? Did you plan it? Did you know that what you were about to do was likely going to lead to this person's death and then you, you know, didn't feel stop like doing what you about, were doing? I feel like that, they've got that, right? Like, did they intend to kill the guy? I thought first degree <sighs> murder basically means at some point you made the decision. Yeah. That you were going to. Well, you made a decision to do die.
2: something that certainly you knew, or at least should have been trained, that could lead to his yeah. death.
3: I went through EMT training. You'd never, never do a face down. That makes no sense.
2: I mean, watching the video, it was crazy because it th-
0: looks like they kind of throw him down, and maybe he's just falling. I don't know. But then to have him on his stomach. We've all been that person, or been around that person who had too much to drink.
2: Suffocate like this?
0: I think so. Yeah, Yeah. he
2: couldn't turn his head. I guess not. So they have his head strapped down too, and he couldn't move it to the side. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they have those. A lot of those
0: have the blocks on the
3: side to protect your C spine, so you couldn't turn.
0: It said that they had him face down on the stretcher and incorrectly tied him down with a medical strap across his lower body, which I'm wondering if that, you know added to his suffocation well, because could of defense his diaphragm. lawyer
3: could say like he was in pain. They called the cops and like, we don't know what was wrong with him. You know what I mean? Like that could have been what killed him instead of the suffocation.
0: Well, but they well, had they an autopsy. Know, the autopsy yeah. revealed that he died from compressional and okay. positional asphyxia due to prone face down restraint yeah. on a paramedic go. Go. transportation yep, it, cot then. stretch uh, stretcher by tightened straps across the back. So you're already face down, which is no good to begin with. And now these straps are so tight that you can't breathe. Because it's you know or should, that just seems that sounds crazy. like murder to me. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I would if they said they're charging them with manslaughter, mm-hmm. whatever the different degrees of that are. Even I don't know how many degrees of murder are there. Are there three? Is there I third it degree? Was one Psych- two, is it just, and manslaughter. Is that what it is? It just I goes thought. one two, then manslaughter. Yeah, I'm a little surprised that it's first degree, but a lawyer could easily explain like nope, that's sure. that's exactly what it should be, and there's a reason. Now I know we got to take a break, but real quick I got to tell you about this because I'm. I'm trying to find some updates, but so far they've been trying to protect the family's privacy, which I totally understand. But a woman in Iowa was apparently sent to the morgue uh, because they thought she was dead and then gets to the morgue and she's not dead. So – I really would like to know more details about this story, but they're How saying, "How does that happen?" Right, right? How does that happen? Is there you don't feel a pulse? I mean, you were a doctor, Snowcone. At the hospital, pair, pair not
2: even a pulse. Like I could see right. not feeling a pulse, but you're in the hospital. Right? Did you go? From, so
0: don't they have you hooked up to a machine? A pulse or? oximeter, all this stuff. Right? Yeah. Did you go from the hospital to the morgue, pulse or oximeter. Did, or did someone come to your house because someone called nine one one and then you went from the house to the morgue? Like, how did you get no in there? No one ever takes you just
2: from the house to the morgue. I think so, right? They take you to the hospital first, Be- right? Even,
0: because a doctor has to pronounce you dead, right? Like, through the time of death.
2: test certificate. Okay.
0: I thought maybe I was wrong. I thought maybe they sometimes will I think it's a bad you.
2: idea if we're just going from the house to Absolutely.
0: the morgue. Absolutely. Absolutely. I yeah. don't want to hear <laughs> that. If that is procedure, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> right. No, thank I no. So, you. I don't want to know, that. this female was transported. they deceased, and she is not. They are
3: in the chapel, and she is on a cot.
0: Okay, she's in the chapel, and she is on a cot. That's what they said. Uh, Iowa Funeral Home finds woman thought to be dead actually alive. So, you know, if that was one of your family members, that's the other thing, too. Like, I don't know the details of who called 911. How did she end up in the morgue? But imagine you were the one in the morgue. Is it because there's someone in the room back there going, Hello? hello like do you hear oh, a voice God. i'm not trying to make light of it but seriously or yeah. do you see movement are you putting the blanket and you're get, starting to put them in the cooler and then you see her toes Scared wiggle or something the hell out of me right i mean that's something out of a scary movie that's that's terrifying yeah i don't and I this don't. this uh funeral home you know they, it's it's something something funeral home and crematorium or whatever i'm like was she about to be like was she in line to be cremated Oh, my God. This is why they used to put bells in coffins, yes, right, back right. in the day? And
2: up on top, maybe right. Maybe we
0: need to keep doing that. Hell, maybe they do. Maybe that's how they found it. Maybe they put little bells mm, if you're on. But I kind of doubt it. I got a feeling someone got the living crap scarred out of them when they saw this woman either say something or start to move at the funeral home. And if you're a nah, babe, they're you're probably like-
2: not. That would scare us. If that's the person oh. you do all the time, right? That's your job, being around dead bodies. You're probably like, holy crap. I don't know if you're scared, like this dead body's
0: alive. You're like, wow. Well, imagine if you're a family member. There's this, okay, so grandma has cardiac arrest, and now she's been sent to the morgue. So you've maybe been alerted, like she passed, you know, they sent her to the morgue. And then you get a call, hey, grandma's alive at the morgue. I mean, that is a crazy, and I don't know what her right. condition is now. Maybe she passed. Maybe she didn't him. make it, right? I don't know. But all right, we got to take a break, and when we come back and we finish. I'm going to tell you the new stuff about Coburger, Lazo, because. I think we may have a why. People want to know the why, Lazlo. It's
1: the Church of Lazlo.
3: It's
0: time to
1: Doom Scroll. With Slim Fast. what you don't know could kill of hornets,
0: whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Lazlo.
2: Yo. Yo. All right, uh, Doom Scroll, some more hotshot.
0: All right. Well, we got to talk about uh, Coburger. Still mm-hmm. probably the biggest story in the country every day. They're trying yeah. to find new stuff to report. And uh, over the weekend, there was talks about some stuff that was found on his social media. I might have even been, what day was that? So on Friday, maybe, when they started talking about the, uh, you know, I look at my dad, he's a nice guy, but I don't feel anything. I, I almost feel bad for him. Basically saying he doesn't have feelings. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, that his, his family's nice and that he loves his family, but he doesn't have any real feelings towards him. Just basically talking about what it feels like to... Be a sociopath is what it sounded okay. like. Well, um, well, let me play this clip, and I'll get to the new thing. Koberger, writing in 2011, As I hug my family, I look into their faces, I see nothing. It is like I'm looking at a video game,
1: but less. Koberger also writing, he experienced depression, a constant thought of suicide, crazy thoughts, and delusions of grandeur, saying, I feel no emotion, and along with the depersonalization, I can say and do whatever I want with little remorse.
0: Okay. okay, so it sounds like you're describing well, sure. a sociopath, psychopath, whatever. So now this is according to People Magazine. They say that in late October, an account that authorities believe was Brian Koberger's account, an Instagram account, sent a greeting to one of the female victims. It says they do not say which victim it was, but this is a quote here from the anonymous source. Quote: He slid into one of the girls' DMs several times, but she didn't respond. Basically, it was just him saying, hey, how are you? But he did it again and again. So there had been speculation that he was after one of them. Originally, the dad of Kaylee had said he thought that her injuries looked more substantial than the other victims, which I thought odd. Did he see the other victims? I don't know. Maybe he did. Um, Then there was a lot of talk of, okay, well, was he stalking these people because we got the cell phone data? It looks like he's been hanging out in the area. If he went into the house and he was going after one of them, did he know that other people were going to be at the house? If he went into the bedroom looking for, let's say, Kaylee, if he went into the bedroom looking for Kaylee, did he know that she'd be laying in bed with Madison? Maybe this was all just he was going after her. Sure. He gets Mm -hmm. other people. That seems to be the speculation. Snowcone told me. Because my question was, when you go into the house, how do you know which room is hers? You said that she had an M or a... yeah, Maddie had
3: a giant like M in her window that was visible from the outside.
0: Okay, so then that does that mean that we think that maybe he was targeting Mad Madison? And That's the room he
3: went to, and Kaylee was in bed with her, either sleeping or you know whatever. But
0: it was but... Kaylee's dad that said the stuff about the injuries, right? Yeah, was that was it...
3: that was Kaylee's dad.
0: So we don't know, but the point is, if he was sending messages to one of these people on Instagram. Repeatedly, and they weren't responding. And he followed
3: all three of the girls, they said. That's for sure. Hmm. Yeah.
0: According to people. Okay. Well, I'm reading this from people as well. Yeah. And they're saying that it was... I mean, I'm looking at it. They make it sound like it was this one victim, and they won't say who it was, and they won't say exactly what it said, but basically that's a quote just saying, hey, how are you? Mm -hmm. And then not getting a response, so he continued to send more messages. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like... He was targeting someone. Sure. Uh, in Austin, at a Seven Eleven. you like 7-Elevens, Laszlo? Love them. They don't want homeless people, te- temporarily unhoused people, um, hanging out around the gas station. There's been these stories. I remember... In 2006, yeah, they played that high-pitched sound that was supposed to scare or scare, you know, that was supposed to annoy people. I remember us talking about that when we were on the air in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's been stories similar to that since then. Sure. Now, this uh, 7-Eleven, this seems like the least offensive of those because it's just playing classical music. I guess it's kind of opera. But there are neighbors that say it's annoying because they can hear it day and night. And there's people who are going to the gas station who just, they're annoyed by it and they think it's rude that they're trying to scare people away.
2: Nobody likes the music because it's going all night and, you know, I feel maybe they do it to try to run us off because you can hear it all night. It plays all night, all day. I could hear the music
3: before I even got to the Seven Eleven. It's annoying this early in the morning. Not that I don't love classical music, but this is just rude.
0: She sounds like a lot of fun, doesn't she? <laughs> Not that I don't love classical music, but this is just rude. Mm-hmm. Um, the owner of the Seven Eleven says he's using the opera music as a deterrent against homeless and solicitors. Huh? Um, I thought, what is, what, what was, was it? Temporarily unhoused? Am I saying that yeah, right? Really? Is that what right? they said? Yeah. The new thing? Okay, temporarily
2: experiencing homelessness. Oh, experiencing That's
0: homelessness. It. People experiencing homelessness. That's one. I knew there was something else that I was missing there. But every single one of these articles today, they just said homeless. So I thought maybe you know sometimes they try right. and make a new one stick and it doesn't, and they're like, yeah, we're moving on. I guess maybe we're back to homeless now. And then you said you haven't heard about the story, but. This is in New Mexico. Um, guy is running for state representative. Oh, right. I just saw a picture of him. Okay. Which pictures did you see? Was it him with all the Trump flags? And I was one in like a T-shirt or something. Okay, because there are there's a couple of pictures. One of them, um, he's got like Trump flags hanging up at his house. I think he's wearing a MAGA shirt. Uh, he seems to be a big fan of former President Donald Trump. You say president, don't you? I don't know. Anyway, a uh, former president, Donald Trump, seems to be a big fan of his. Now, he ran for state rep, and he loses. And he loses by quite a bit. Okay. According to what I read here, it wasn't really all that close. But he thinks, you know what? This wasn't fair. They're out to get me. Um, what do they call it? Rigged, right? right? And so what he does is he decides to go, I guess, find some hitman. Now, Lazo, you always say this. You don't know a hitman. You just you, you really you don't know one like you don't you don't know one and the when you find one it's a cop right if you're if you're ever sitting in a car with someone going over details that's the other thing too like I like how the car is supposed to be the safe place hey let's go out to the car in case there's cameras out here in case this place is bugged the car is always the place right that is bugged like that's the place mm-hmm. that they're filming you from that little vent and when they, I see these shows there's an entire series just called um, uh, I tried to hire a hitman or I hired a hitman or oh, really? something like that. Yeah, every episode they've got video You're of these cops know, no one. talking to them through the vents. Well, this guy, I don't know if he was looking for actual hitman or if he was just looking for someone to help him shoot up the house. The uh, police were somewhat vague when they gave their press conference, but we do know that some of these other people allegedly shot at his opponent's houses, at his direction, but he also participated in at least one of these shootings. Sounds like they drove by the house and just started shooting as quickly as they could into these homes. This morning, a former Republican candidate is behind bars in New Mexico for a string of shootings allegedly targeting the homes of local Democratic officials.
1: These shootings were orchestrated. They were dangerous attacks not only to these individuals, but fundamentally also to democracy.
0: Police arrested Solomon Pena on Monday, describing him as an unsuccessful legislative candidate. He had complaints about his election. He felt it was rigged. So he approached all of
3: these
2: commissioners and the senators at their home with paperwork claiming that um, there was
0: fraud. Oh, yeah. So there's also people that are part of the elections that he was targeting. But they said he participated in the third shooting um, and says personally pulled the trigger on at least one of the three firearms that was used in that shooting. So I guess they're just driving by houses, shooting at houses because... They thought that, they I thought like how the that election gets you had been. What you want. Right. What, what's your goal there? You knew you were going to prison, right? Or did you think
2: you'd get away with it? And even if, I mean, just a random drive by shooting into a house, even if you happen to hit the person and kill them, like, do you think they're like, oh, man. Well, Steve, the Democrat, got shot, so just put in this guy who lost the election. I'm not sure that's how it right. works. No, I don't.
0: I wonder if that's I feel what like he we'd hear a lot
2: more of that if it was like, hey, if that guy dies, the person who ran right. against him wins. I'm right. like, mm. Yeah. That seems like a. I don't, I'm not positive how the political situation works, but that seems
0: like uh, a slippery slope. That's probably why they don't do that, you know? Yeah. yeah you mentioned that's of probably course. why they, why they uh, don't have those rules in place. Like, well, you got second most, so I guess now this mm-hmm. person's being killed. Yeah, and. Like, if you just wanted to drive by the house and shoot at it, this sounds to me more like frustration. Why not go teepee the house? You know, if you want to act like a child and do a little bit of that high school vandalism, you want to go throw toilet paper in their yard or put a big sign that says, you know, a cheat lives here or whatever. You know, people do stuff like that, spray paint the garage door. You start shooting at a house, that's a serious, serious problem. And I'd say you're unfit for office and perfectly fit for prison. Uh, Have you been seeing anything about this story in Dallas? It's been on Twitter for the last... Four or five days about the, the missing leopard. First, it was a missing leopard, and the the Dallas Zoo told people, look, we got to close early. We've got this uh, leopard that we're looking for. It's not huge. It's not, like, super dangerous, but uh, we don't know where it is. Then there was all this speculation I saw on Twitter. People were saying this was obviously stolen. They're not going to find it on the premise. It's been stolen. Then they said, well, if it wasn't stolen, it could be out of the facility by now. It could just be running around the streets of Dallas. Okay. So... They continued to search for this animal. They find the animal, but they also, while they were hunting, they found someone had cut part of the enclosure where this thing was housed. And I guess while they were searching the zoo to go around and make sure they hadn't done this anywhere else, they found that someone had cut part of the fencing out of one of the monkey enclosures too. Hmm. So I don't know if people are stealing, trying to steal. It was weird to me that Twitter at first said, oh, they're stealing these animals. I guess maybe there's like a black market for these exotic animals and then... If you're a rich person who wants one of these animals, you don't ask where it came from? Right, you don't ask? I I, I don't understand, but um, the zoo was sold out, business is booming, and the animals are okay, Lazlo. Friday,
3: crews searched the zoo and surrounding area for seven hours, trying to find that clouded leopard, Nova, who escaped her habitat. They eventually found the three-year-old, 25-pound cat, about just 150 yards from her habitat. Investigators discovered the exhibit's metal coils appeared to have been intentionally cut they also found a cut in another exhibit for Langer monkeys, which is right near the leopards.
0: Okay, they were saying on Friday this thing isn't dangerous. We're not too worried about that. It's not. It's not dangerous. Twenty-five pound clouded leopard. Ah, my cat's probably fifteen pounds, between right. fifteen and twenty pounds. He's not going to kill you, but I'd say if he weren't domesticated, I would at least tell you to stay away. I'd say he's dangerous. Yeah, I mean your cat sure. can mess you up. You ever try to give your cat a bath? No, you know, or, or just force it to do something. Pick it up when it doesn't want to right. be picked it up. Fight. I mean, it can fight. And I'm looking at this thing, and they're saying it's only 25 pounds. I'm like, that seems. Oof. I know Lazo could take it, no problem. Yeah, I don't even have but to also
2: ask. like not dangerous to you. But what about your dog or your cat right. or what about a right. child?
0: Right, you got a toddler walking around out right. there, mind his own business, carrying his handgun around. Right. Next thing it's... you know, boom, this clouded leopard is ripping right. his diaper off. I mean, it's not like they did anything wrong. They closed the zoo, I guess, until they found it. But who's stealing animals from the zoo? More importantly, who's buying them? Imagine, Lazo, what our lives would be like if we were the type of people who were in position to be buying stolen well, animals what, from the zoo. What do you do with it? I don't know. I, I guess you show it off well, to you your friends. Mean, yes, but all, so all the stuff, stuff a drug you could steal does. to
2: sell just seems like, you know, pawning a leopard is hard. You've got to have a buyer already, but, right? right? Before yeah. you go
0: in there, you've got to have somebody who's like, look, I want that clouded leopard. There's only 10 of them left in the world, and I want one. Yeah. I sell more meth in the Midwest than I'll anyone. I'll give
2: you a half up front, like go get that Right, thing. go like... get
0: that thing. I don't know. Would you go? Would you give it a shot? If someone offered you, let's say, $300,000. Uh, $300,000, $300, dollars you got to go try and steal a not-so-big animal from the zoo. You no. give it a shot? No. $300,000, no?
2: Because no, I don't know. How I'm much being are you are going to get in?
0: Uh, probably a lot. And, again, I'm going to –
2: I just don't think I know anybody who has $300,000 to buy a leopard and well, then I would steal it from the zoo. No. So if somebody did tell me that, I'd feel like oh, you guys are setting me up. Well, there's that. Right? right? Like, you know, I just wouldn't believe it.
0: Like, who's going to do this? We don't run in these circles, though. We don't run in these, you know, stolen animals from the zoo circles, drug, drug dealers. I think guys who buy leopard, what, what was it, a cheetah? Uh, this was a snow leopard, I think they said.
2: I think guys who buy those things, who have that type of money, aren't asking me and you to cut a hole in the fence of the zoo. Uh,
0: so then, you think that the person who I think they go wherever it, these
2: things are from, and they get somebody to go poach that thing out of the jungle and bring it over. Maybe it's hard or to get, they steal it
0: from a zoo. Is it hard to get it into the United States? Yeah, that's another thing. The fact that everyone's like, "Oh, it was stolen." I thought, is this a problem that's happened before? Right. Are people stolen? Do you in your lifetime? Do you remember a story about an animal being stolen from a zoo? No. I don't either, but maybe I like to steal a could lemur. Look that up, and Lazlo's in the market for a lemur. <laughs> a lemur would be awesome in your house. I'm not gonna it? say what he would pay, but a pretty penny. Pretty pretty uh-huh. penny.
1: The church shot Lazlo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?